Albo defends a big call. The ACT finally wins over the nation and a big unit's new health kick. Hello, this is your Daily Batuta for Thursday the 16th of September. I'm Wendell Hussey. And I'm Clancy Overall. Thank you for joining us. Lovely day up here. And I hope it's a lovely day wherever you are tuning in via the wireless or on Spotify or wherever else you get your uh, podcast from. There's plenty of places to do that nowadays. What we got up first, Wendell? We always love having you. But before we get into it, we've got a PSA that our new book is now available for pre-order. It's titled Batuta-isms, and it's a guide to the Batuta advocate's most memorable slang, nicknames, and sayings. Yes, it's a deep dive into Australian culture, invention and creativity with a complete record of English as it is used from the members box of the MCG to the change rooms of the Batuta Dolphins Rugby League Football Club. All of your favourites are in there, like the Michelle Pfeiffer vaccine, the Bachelor's handbag, the Schooner shop, and Scotty from marketing, Hot Mess Gladys, so on, so on. It's available on our website, on our socials, and probably plenty of other places if you Google it. Batutaisms. Batuta hyphen ISMS. Now you can tell us what's up first. All right, we're going to go to the political pages to kick it off. And the opposition leader, Anthony Albanese, has defended his decision to run Christina Keneally in the southwest Sydney seat of Fowler by recalling her arduous journey to Australia in the smoking section of business class. Yes, it's a true migrant story, this one, and Albo has come out swinging against those in the community and his own party who feel that parachuting a rich American into an extremely multicultural and economically disadvantaged electorate she doesn't live in is a terrible and disgraceful idea for the Australian Labor Party. Speaking to us, Albo said that while she didn't spend any of her life as a refugee or in a detention camp or even a migrant camp, it was a long, arduous journey nonetheless. As he said to us, she explicitly told the travel agent she was a non-smoker, but something must have gone wrong, and they put her in the smoking section, which was popular at the time on international flights. Can you imagine spending 17 hours in a room you can't leave, full of people smoking durries? It would have been awful. Sounds like a lock-in or a mad Monday at a footy club, really. Yeah, it doesn't sound too bad to me anyway. It's an interesting pitch from Albo, and we won't have to wait long to see whether voters buy it. Well, if they don't rust it on inner city voters and people within the party can just blame the Australian people for being stupid again. Down to Canberra where all this stuff happens and a super serious ACT press conference has finally convinced the nation that they aren't just a glorified local council. Yes, after weeks of trying, Andrew Barr, the chief minister, or mayor, if you will, of the ACT has done it. Fronting the media on a daily basis, flanked by health experts with schmick-looking lectins and banners, Barr has officially tricked the rest of Australia into thinking that the executive authority he oversees is more than just a local council that is responsible for building light rail tracks and picking up their citizens' garbage in big trucks. After this certification, Barr explained to the advocate yesterday that people laugh like, oh yeah, you're not a real state, but hmm... We almost have the same population of Tasmania, sweetie, and everyone here is way more important than Tasmanians. This is the recognition we've needed for a long time. We are an economic engine room. Think of the school excursions, the federal politicians that come here and go to restaurants, and of course the pornography and fireworks, as well as the flavoured milk. Valid points there from Andrew. Here in town for our final story, and a local big unit has begun working on his summer rig after being inspired by Kim Jong-un's glow-up. 
Yes, former Batuta Dolphins third grade prop Rick Chassie has laced up the ASICs and embarked on a new health kick this week. After ignoring his wife for several years, the Buck 30 heavyweight says he's finally ready to make the commitment after seeing the North Korean Supreme Leader's weight loss journey. If you haven't seen the pictures, Kim Jong-un has reappeared in the state's propaganda magazines looking very trim. And while some are saying there's something else at play here, Rick says it's good enough motivation to shed some kegs and consider dusting off the old three-centimetre studded boots. Quote of the daytime, and we have Steve Henry from the CSIRO. He's their mouse expert to thank for it. He said this to the ABC. Unfortunately, we're hearing of higher than normal numbers of mice for this time of the year through a large part of the cropping system. That's from Queensland all the way through New South Wales, Western Victoria, and across into Western Australia as well. Sounds like another mouse plague coming up, Clancy. Yes, I'm sure the Nationals are ignoring that warning so they can pretend to know nothing about it when it makes the news in a few weeks' time. Good stuff, Barnaby. We'll just have to wait and see. Anyway, that's all we got for you today. Thanks and bye-bye. Hooroo, ladies and gentlemen.